Man, Paul, this is a lot to take in. Yeah, Mason, but you get it, right? You've got a price to pay and you can't afford to pay it, but your boss is going to ask you to try. He's not my boss. In heart, anyway. Elvis, Larry, come on. We're going to get some answers ahead of all this. Aren't we supposed to be mining an asteroid? The only question is whether we can mine enough rocks. Yeah, Elvis. And they had to survey the asteroid once before last year, so they must already know the answer. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad we don't have to figure out the answer ourselves. I didn't know where to start. Shut up, Lowry. Come on. Paul, I take us to wherever the engineers hang out. They must have an office, right? In fact, they do. There's an office space where a few guys sit around in front of their boxy, 80s-era computers and do calculations based on survey data. Oh, wait, surveyors. That's even better. Those guys are on the ground. If the engineers won't talk straight, the surveyors will. Either way, the office is empty. Really? Well, grab a guy from somewhere nearby that looks like he works here. Hey, you, you got a minute? You stop some guy with a tall mohawk glued straight up. He's wearing a bright red Speedo. Uh, yeah? Where's all the engineers and surveyors? Oh, uh, they're at the big meeting with Brock, dude. Oh, really? The big meeting with Brock? That's funny, because I didn't get invited to that. Oh, well, shoot, dude. I, I would invite you if it was up to me. So you saying I can go? I, I mean, I, like, I guess. You're Mason, right? A band leader? I, I thought you could go to all the meetings. Well, thanks for the invite. What's your name, brother? And where are the guys meeting? Uh, my name's Doobie, and they're meeting in the central office. Sweet. Come on, guys. Hey, uh, uh, Doobie, I don't suppose I could bump some stuff off you, could I? You know, I'll pay you back, I swear. Uh, yeah, uh, sure, man. What do you want? Whatever you got. I don't care. Okay, cool. I, I got, uh... He hands you something rolled up in cigarette paper. Ah, sweet. I, I love this stuff. Elvis, come on! I'm coming! What do you got? You're not gonna smoke that before we barge in on a meeting with the guys in charge, are you? <laughs> no. Alright, good, because I want to be taken seriously. And Lowry, you're not going to say anything about your codpiece, right? Not again. Man, I was going to open with that. Everybody loves that. No! But it's a great icebreaker. Do you remember- it's, like, it's it's like sitting out ahead, like the stern of a ship. Paul, I wander off in a corner and try to smoke whatever this thing is. Do you remember when you did that PowerPoint presentation? Phone home to bone? I do. I remember that. Yeah. It well, was, that's why. It was about the soup that they were serving in the cafeteria. I almost choked on a lizard bone. I printed out flyers. Well, that's not what the first 15 minutes were about. And in the flyers was a painting of you, half-naked, lying on the couch drinking soup. I needed to establish that sometimes you do want to choke on a bone. The juxtaposition really helps drive home the point. <laughs> hey! Elvis! Are you smoking over there? Uh, no! You never said anything nice about the painting. I didn't know you even saw it. I painted it myself, by the way. You didn't tell me who painted it. Elvis, you better put that out right now! I throw the thing on the ground and stamp on it. Try and blow the smoke away. <laughs> of course I didn't tell you I painted it. I would have liked your honest opinion, which you wouldn't have given me if you knew it was me. But you didn't even comment at all. At least I went to the presentation. Elvis, now you smell like a salami. What kind of drug smells like salami? I have no idea. All right, well, we'll just tell him that we stopped for lunch on the way. When we walk in that room, I want to be the most professional, valuable band that anyone has ever seen. Alright? We have been snubbed, but I want them to know that we belong in there. Wait, Mason. I have another idea. What? Okay. What if we wait until the meeting is over, find out what it was about, spend a while coming up with a good plan that we could have had if we'd been there, and then tell Brock that plan afterward and be like, if we'd but been there, we would have said this. No. Then they'll, they'll think 
They'll think we have good ideas. it's not just about having ideas. It's about impressing the girls. Well, what if we tell them that a girl gave us the idea, and she'll be really glad that we helped her out, and she'll tell her her friends that, uh, uh, man, whatever was in that cigarette, I can feel it's making me smarter. Elvis, for all you know, it was crushed peppercorn. Maybe that makes you smarter, dude. Okay, everybody shut up. Clearly, I'm the only one who knows what's going on. I'm going to do all the talking, all right? Nobody else say anything. Got it. Yeah, understood. No verbal wordage. Thanks. And wordage is not a word. Lowry? Paul, I march my way down to the central office and barge right in. You bash those doors in, startling everyone inside. It looks like Brock and a few engineers were leaning over a map of the asteroid. You can tell at a glance they were probably talking about the mineral supply and how to go about extracting it. We stopped for lunch on the way! It's why I smell like salamis! Yeah, we had salami. Uh, I heard there was a meeting, and I was worried that we were late to it. Oh, Mason. Uh, well, I was just going to call a meeting of the bands after the vacation to discuss our plans. We're just going over exactly what we want to do for now. Well, so long as we're here, I don't suppose you mind if I sit in? I suppose I don't. Go ahead and have a seat. Then I sit myself down. I sit down and then try to scoot far away from everyone so they can't smell me. Excuse me, I'll I'll just sit over here. Hey, if you guys are looking for a name for this operation, how about Stuffed with Minerals? Lowry! What? I'm not talking, I'm suggesting. Let's just pick up where we left off. One of the engineers, named White Wally, says, Right, so like we were saying, looks like the only way we're going to get any mineral yield is to destabilize the asteroid. But if we do that, we're going to have to take it apart in chunks at a time from the far end on back. We think it might be doable if we establish an airlock system, seal everything off, and then use explosives to punch a small hole at the back. Once we get started at it, we can whittle away at it towards the main colony. Brock says, How much time would it take to set up a system like that? I think we could get it done within the year if we really buckled down. And if this is our plan, we don't have much choice but to buckle down. So we're just going to blow up the asteroid? We're going to strip it to the nubs, and then the singers will find us a new place to live. Yeah. Hopefully, but what if they don't, though? We just have to have faith that they will. Another engineer named Killer Kevin flips away his long, gorgeous hair and says, Mason does have a point, though. If this doesn't work out, the far reaches of the mines are where we get the moss to feed our livestock and where the wild lizards lay their eggs. If we sacrifice those parts of the asteroid, there really will be no sustaining the colony once our current supplies run out. Well, that may be, but we won't have to rely on those supplies at the end of the year. Sure, I believe that, if we can get enough minerals. We haven't had a chance to measure the crates yet, but it's a pretty substantial volume to fill. And we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. There's a chance we may come up very short. They look over to Survey Sam, the head of Survey. He says, I don't think there's enough minerals in there either. And we don't have the guarantee the singers are going to do anything for us. But doing something stupid might be less stupid than doing nothing at all. Hang on. Hang on. I am an acquainted friend with stupid. Hello. And I can assure you that stupid is not always better than nothing. I can appreciate that, Mason, but the only excuse to delay action is to wait for something else to fall in place. The task we've been given is to harvest minerals. I'm sure the singers will be reasonable enough to understand that we did all that we could. Yeah, well, not everyone else in the colony is going to feel that way. When they realize that they're looking failure in the face and the price is going to be famine, the whole thing's going to collapse. We only have this year to cannibalize the entire asteroid, right? I am already losing confidence. Are we going to have to go into space? We don't have any pants! That's why, Mason, I'd appreciate it if you didn't go around spreading that kind of demoralizing prognosis. As far as I'm hearing, it sounds like we may have a shot at doing this. 
And we may very well meet that quota if we tackle this with a united front. But that's not what the engineers and the surveyors are saying. That's not what Sam said. He said he thinks it doesn't work. Mason, look at me. It won't work if you go around telling people it's not going to work. We have to buckle down and commit and everyone needs to be in this together. So if you've got doubts, extinguish them from your mind and focus on demonstrating to people that we are going to get this done. All right, fine. If you are adamant about that, then that's how it's going to be. Thank you. It's going to be difficult, but thank you. The rest of the meeting goes on about the details of how they're going to establish the airlock system and do the mining safely. It's kind of dull and technical and you can't really contribute, but you invited yourself to the meeting and as is their nature, now you can't leave without offending everyone. So you're trapped for a few hours, but eventually it wraps up and everyone heads off in separate directions. All right, guys, bring it in. The plan is never going to work. Why not? Brock said we just have to give it a try and keep everyone's hopes up, and somehow the cold dead of space won't bother our pantsless butt. I mean, you're going to freeze your balls off. That, right off the bat, I am, I'm totally against that. Well, maybe they're going to come up with some kind of space cod piece. They're just making plans to help everyone feel confident, but I guarantee if we do that stuff they said, we're going to go sterile. You guys aren't even seeing the big picture. It's not going to work because the whole thing is going to fall apart if confidence drops. But once we start tearing apart the asteroid... We have to keep going. There's no going back. We have to finish the job, but we won't be able to if everyone loses confidence. Then we just gotta believe. It doesn't matter if you believe. It only matters if something like 90% of the people responsible for keeping this place operational believe. And given the fact that morale is already sort of shaky and they're not sure about things and Padre got up and sassed Butch on the first day, there is zero chance that morale is going to stay at peak long enough to finish the whole job. Ah, oh, man. Man, I was worried about the space, but this is like a bigger downer than that. Mason, you probably should have brought this up with Butch. No way. Butch is committed. That's a dead end. We gotta kill this early on, but we can't make it look like our idea. Alright. I hear what you're saying. So here's my plan. We come up with a solution so smart, nobody would believe that we thought of it. Oh, I like that plan. That's like our first plan, but we circled back to it. Yeah, and that's as far as I got. Okay, that's brilliant. Let's put a pin in that. Here's my plan. Let's go ahead and relay this all back to Padre somehow. Make sure he knows the whole thing's a hoax. Give him time to percolate on it. When Butch calls us all together for the plan, Padre will be the one who sticks his neck out, and then we can second the doubts. But then... Padre will take credit for our smart plan. Which plan? The one that's so smart nobody will think we thought of it. Is that not the whole point of your plan? No, I want credit for it. Well, the problem is, Lowry, your plan seems so smart, I'm not sure everyone else is going to see the value in it right away. So maybe we can just let it circulate for a little bit, and if everybody agrees it was a good idea, then we can take credit for it. Okay. But I want to tell everybody that's what we did, so that our plan seems extra smart. Perfect. Okay, yes, we're operating ten levels above everybody else. Sorry, sorry. Listen, Lowry, can I ask you to make a pass at Padre's drummer? What's her name, Nichols? Yeah, you got it. I start to leave. Uh, hang on. Look, Mason, I got it. I've been thinking about hitting on that girl again for ages. And I know how to attract a lady. Actually, wait, do you have deodorant? Women love deodorant. It's a great gift. I want you to... No, I don't have any deodorant. We're in a supply shortage. I need you to tell Nichols that they plan to tear apart the asteroid. But they know there's not enough minerals there to be worth it. Okay. Mason, I'm going to be honest. That sounds like a total mood killer. Why don't you just tell Padre that? Because we don't want people to think that we came up with it. 
exactly according to your plan, which when Nichols figures out that you came up with this, she's going to be so impressed by your brilliance that, you know, okay? And it's going to work because Padre doesn't like you talking to Nichols. So I think maybe there's less chance she's going to drop your name when she relays that back to him. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's why I don't talk to her because Padre would kick my butt. Okay, I got it. Paul, I go to find Nichols. Larry goes. Mason and Elvis, what do you guys do in the meanwhile? Just go back to my room and wait. I try and find that doobie guy again. Bump some more free cigarettes off him, and then forget to ask what they are. All right, Larry, you look around for Nichols, asking at the usual hangouts if anyone has seen her. It's the vacation weekend, so it turns out she's at the bar. She's having a drink, and you're in luck. Right now, she's by herself. Men in general don't seem to approach her directly too often. Great. Just walk right up to her. Hey, Nichols, how's it going? What are you drinking? Not interested, Lowry. Okay, cool. Totally respect that. I'm all about boundaries. Ah, but guess what? You're going to be totally into me in a second because I just got promoted, kind of. Guess who just sat in with the engineers for a meeting about how we're going to mine the rest of the asteroid? She sets down her glass and looks at you. Are you going to guess? What exactly would it take for you to catch a hint? Okay, you want a hint. All right, he's the best lovemaker in the entire colony. Well, now I know it's not you. I... I don't know what you've heard, but it is me, actually. Uh, who... Who do they say is a better lover than me? Who is actually making love to you? Well, that is a very personal question, which I I feel crosses several professional boundaries, and I would never kiss and tell anyway, so... What do you want, Lowry? Okay, don't tell this to Padre, you sexy devil, but they told us that there's not enough minerals in the asteroid left to do the job, but they're going to try anyway and just ask everyone to put on a happy face about it. Basically, it's up to us to tear this place down, and then that's the last job, and after that, it's Doomsday. And you know what everybody does on Doomsday? They have Doomsday sex. They told you this? Yeah, me and Mason, the other guys in the band. Why weren't we invited to this? Because, like, Padre takes advice from his own hair. That's just my guess, though. I mean, seems a little crazy. Okay, then why come and tell me? Because obviously, you're not attracted to me, like, currently, because you don't value me as a provider. See, as no, a woman, no. As a, as a woman, just listen. As a woman, no, though, that listen. Okay, maybe not like right. Okay, like it's a subconscious. I am not thing. attracted to you, right? But once it's clear that I have elevated social status, no. Then, well, uh, no. Maybe I could work out more. You know, bulk up at the gym a little yeah, bit. Y- you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See. Yeah. Just hit the gym. Don't try this again until you can. I don't know. Lift like four hundred pounds or something. Oh. Uh, okay. Like in squats? Or? All right, and I'm done with this conversation. All right, uh, see you around then. Finger guns. Leave. Try not to walk funny on my way out. Find Mason. Mason is back in his room, doing something. I'm annotating a nonfiction book and writing what I feel are corrections in the margins. So, Mason, I just got back from talking to Nichols, and, uh, man, it got pretty intense. I can see why Padre doesn't want me talking to her, because I, I could barely beat that girl off of me. Yeah? What'd she say? Well, she... She begged for my number, and um, I, I have to tell her I've got too many options right now. I mean about the mining operation, Lowry. Oh, yeah. Uh, she didn't say, but she did ask a few questions about it, so, you know, got her interest before the conversation went to my workout schedule. Well, all right. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. You guys get scheduled for a colony meeting of the bands after the vacation weekend. Does anyone want to do anything else? I don't even know where I am, man. Elvis gets trashed and doesn't remember any of it. I spend a lot of time flirting and trying to rationalize all my rejections. And I'll just wait. 
Try and watch Padre without making it look like I'm watching it. Did he get the message? I don't know if he got it. He probably got it. When's he going to say something? A question that gets answered during the meeting. Brock gets up in front of everyone with some maps pinned to the wall and explains the plan. Nothing has really changed about it since you guys heard it, but the whole time it looks like Padre is about to leap out of his seat. He's rubbing his hair between his fingers anxiously. Finally, Brock concludes with an, I know it's going to be difficult, but you guys are in our bands because you're some of the most talented people to be doing it, and I know you can bring this all together. Almost before Brock concludes, Padre puts his hand up. Yes, Padre. I can't help but notice that the survey information isn't posted to the wall. Well, it doesn't seem relevant. We wouldn't normally. The plan outline is all here. Yes, but this is an extenuating circumstance. If we're all going to demolish the majority of our living space and wipe out the potential livestock, I'd like to know that we can fill the quota. Sam assured me that there should be enough minerals so long as we're not wasteful. Did he now? In that case, I'd like to see his official report with his stamp on it. All right, fine. Just put in a request and I'll get that data to you as quick as I can. Brock, uh, I also kind of have some doubts. I'd like to see some hard numbers showing that we can meet the quota before we start. Mason, you were there for the meeting about this when we went over the numbers. I was, and at the time, Sam seemed a little shaky, but the crates hadn't been measured yet, and uh, we were still looking for a few details, so I was hoping that we got the margins on that. (sighs) Well, I have to come clean about this. Based on what we can actually see, we're not sure that we can completely fill the quota, but by Sam's conjecture, there might be enough ore once we actually tear things down and have most of the asteroid to sort through. That is unacceptable for such a dramatic move. My hair enjoys a certain level of stability, and if we find ourselves in a food shortage, the entire project will fail. I am aware of the logistical problems. Suddenly, there's a beeping from a console. Someone's trying to reach you through the comms. Hold on just a moment. Brock picks up the line and speaks into a hand radio. Go ahead. He listens for a while, then slowly sets the radio back down on the receiver. What's he saying? Oh no. Oh no, I know what it is! The back of the asteroid must have already fallen off! Guys, we're already doomed! Kinsey says, What? Elvis, no! Don't Why else would Brock be so upset? We can't mine the asteroid because it already broke apart and asteroid mining is all that we know! No! Simmer down! Something... Someone is trying to contact the colony. It's a broad communications beam. Maybe sweeping an area that's light years wide. Is it the singers? Interstellar communication is forbidden! It is the singers trying to test us! Even now, they seek an opportunity to prove that we are untrustworthy. To abandon us here, to die. Or to warn us that the back end of the asteroid fell off. We don't know who it is. We are not going to respond. The colony has two unbreakable laws. We aren't going to break them now. We will fill the quota. We will not communicate with anyone who does not already know where we are. 